Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast suitable for all ages from to and everything in between. I'm Tiernan and how are you Radio Nonsenses? I don't think I ask you enough, do I? And it's really nice when people ask you how you are, isn't it? Because it means they are interested in your life, even if all you can do is sit in a corner with a bucket on your head, making this noise for as long as you can. Uh... And actually, if that's how you are and that's what you're doing, then good for you. Um, Just doing that just now was quite fun, actually. Uh, Hang on a second. Let me just... um... Let me just go and sit in the corner. Great. And uh, where's my bucket? Linda! Linda, have you seen my bucket, Linda? Oh, ignore me. Sorry, it's on my foot, so I can pretend to have a bucket for a foot. Have you ever done that? It's really good fun. Right, uh, on my head it goes, and now... Uh... Yeah, that is great. That is the best fun I've had in ages, really. Do give it a go, listeners. Uh, That is excellent. That is so much fun. I'm going to write it down to do that every Tuesday at 4.15pm precisely. Sorry, um, I went off on a tangent there, but I meant to ask, how are you? Are you well? Are you a well and you're bored of sitting there collecting water when it rains? Are you stuck in a well and you wish people would stop throwing pennies at your head and making a wish? Are you unwell and ill? I mean, it is that time of the year in the UK when everyone starts getting lurgies and having faces full of snot, isn't it? Maybe you're unwell and bill. In which case, get well, Bill. No, don't get in the well, Bill. That'll really annoy the person already in the well. Bill, what are you doing, Bill? Get out of the well, Bill. Oh, that was exhausting. Oh, stressed me out. I just need to take a second. Hang on. Uh... Ah, that's much better. I really, really makes me feel a lot better, that noise. Ah, sorry. So, yes, um, how are you? I mean you as in you, but if you are a sheep and also a you, then I don't want to be rude. And I'm also keen to hear how you are. As being a sheep, you can't put a bucket on your head and go... So you might be feeling a bit sad that you're missing out, but I suppose maybe it's all okay because another kind listener could put a bucket on your head for you. Wouldn't that be nice? All of us helping each other out. Oh, which reminds me, thank you lots to number one fan of CC4K for your lovely review on Apple Podcasts and also for working with all the other fans to keep Comedy Club for Kids cool during the summer. Um, I'm sure that's what you do. Uh, Number one fan said, the funniest show you will ever hear. It is amazing. I will give you a few years. Find one. You can't. Well, thank you lots, number one. And I think the challenge has been set for all of you other listeners. Um, If you want to go out there and find a funnier show, you have exactly two years from today. And then I hope you'll report back and let me know with lots of details and uh, pie charts or maybe just pies. Mm, Pies. And actually, this week, if the show does make you laugh till you fall over, then please tell your friends and even your enemies to give it a try. Because if your enemies laugh, they might rethink being an enemy and actually have a lovely time and give up all their enemy stuff to sit in a corner with their bucket on their head going, "Uh, and it could actually be what they need. Or maybe it will laugh till they fall over and then ha ha, your enemy's fallen over. So it's a win, isn't it? 
Also, don't forget, if you want to give this show a review like Number One Fan did, um, and it really does help other silly people know that it exists, then you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or absolutely loads and loads of other places um, that podcasts are, or just, you know... uh, a wall in the library um, on your friend's um, favourite sandwich, wherever you want, really. Um, but Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music and all that, that is probably the most helpful. And if you have a question that you need to have answered or you want to send in anything else at all, ask your lunk-headed faffs, sorry, grown-ups, uh, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And if those same lunkheads, ah, oh, sorry, I mean grown-ups, want to support this show, they can sign you up to the advert-free Linda edition for just two ninety nine a month, and you'll get every episode a day early too. They can sign up for that at Apple Podcasts or buy the link to Patreon or Acast Plus in the podcast blurb. Do check out our live Comedy Club for Kids shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk, grab our t-shirts at comedyclubforkids.store, and don't forget to also have a listen to the other podcast I do called Bust or Trust, a kids mystery podcast, which is loads and loads of fun too. We have done so many very silly mystery cases on there um, with lots of evidence for whether they do or do not exist and a little sketch from me too. So please do check it out, Bust or Trust. Right, so back to the original question. Ah, how are you all? No, wait, sorry, I forgot. It's time for the most importantest bit. So just hold that thought. Thanks. Uh... According to science, these are the three most annoying sounds ever. My guest expert this week is the wonderful Ted Hill, a.k.a. Ted Hill, Ted Hill, enemy of the windowsill, a.k.a. Ted Doolican, Hilusius, world-renowned pointer at things, and as all our Korean-speaking listeners know you, Malgaliang Ichilion Jag Iwan Ko Gumiyong Is Ayo. He has uh, small nose holes like a shrew. I believe that's what that translates to. Um, But of course, Ted, you are most well known for your skills at knitting spaghetti into beautiful tapestries, for your charitable work giving anger management classes to bears and sharks, and as all our listeners will be very aware, for discovering what scientists widely believe is the universe's smallest crisp. Ted, it's lovely to have you here. How are you doing? I'm so good, Tin, and thank you so much for having me. And thank you for acknowledging all of the great things I've done because you do a lot of podcasts in this game, mm-hmm. and people people will often often outright deny that I've done the amazing things I've done, or they just they won't they won't mention it as if the world's smallest crisp isn't the best thing a person could do with their life. I mean, it's, it's for, I think it's phenomenal. I, 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 I would like, I'd love to know more about it, but I just, I just want, do you think it's jealousy? Because you have done so many phenomenal things. People might get a mm. bit jealous, Ted. A lot of people haven't done as many things as you have. Well, yeah. I mean, if we take the crisp thing, for example, um, everyone in the world will be jealous of me because by nature of having found the world's smallest crisp. I no one has found a smaller crisp than me. Yes. So yes. really, that's ev- that's everybody that has just pulsating jealousy for me. The mm. jealousy is is oozing out of every bit. Mm. Every time I see, I can see you right now, Tim. I'm very screen. jealous. Yes. You, yeah. It's you, the jealousy is is strong, and I would just love it if you could try and control it. I, 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 it's, it's very hard. I am trying my best. I am really, I'm really jealous. And I, I believe you, I know you said you were being very humble. Then you said world's smallest crisp, but I, I understand scientists reckon it's the universe's smallest crisp, which makes me, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm furious with jealousy hearing that. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, in truth, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a sort of a scientist trick. Uh, right. We in the, we in the science community will, will often refer to something as being, it's the, it's the universe's smallest known crisp. Mm. And that's because we don't know of any crisps outside of the world. The, as far as we know, crisps only occur when, uh, when humans make them. Right. There are no alien crisps that we know of. I mean, obviously there are, there's a big debate among scientists as to whether or not aliens have crisps we're pretty sure there are aliens but we don't know if they have crisps yet until sure. we know if they have crisps and what are they making their crisps out of is it potatoes one can only assume so but we didn't have potatoes in europe until a few hundred years ago mm-hmm. so how on earth are they expected to have them on 
the planets, the many planets that are around there. I mean, I, I understand that. I mean, we, we, I know we do. Sometimes you get you get vegetable crisps, don't you? And banana crisps. There are other things people crisp. And yeah, I, but I would really would yeah. honestly. But that's actually that's quite offensive to me. Sure, that you would sure. Mention banana crisps <laughs> and so vegetable sad. crisps because I am I'm I'm a world famous celebrity for my potato crisps. Mm. So if you could mm. if you could sort of um. Leave that nonsense at the door, please. I mean, I I don't go I don't go anywhere near those type of crisps. I'm not going to pretend that those are crisps that I would eat. I just know that yeah, they are. They taste disgusting. Yeah, they taste awful. They, and and who? Why would you crisp a banana? It's it's mushy. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um. But what I was suggesting merely is that you know, uh, and and I I agree with you. These these heathens, these awful people who crisp other things. But perhaps that is what aliens are think is crisps. You know, if they if they don't have well, if potatoes. that's what aliens think, if that's what aliens think crisps are, then honestly, I don't want to meet them. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with aliens. Yeah. I've yeah. always been on the fence about aliens, but this really makes my mind up. If if they're eating tomato crisps or banana crisps mm. or heaven forbid carrot oh, crisps, no. then. Yeah they can just get straight back in their spaceship and go home because they're not wanted here. Well, I, I fully agree. I mean, you know, we can tell straight away that they're not an advanced intellectual civilization mm. if they don't have potato mm. crisps. What sort of a civilization develops their technology to fly to another planet but hasn't yet settled yep. the clear and obvious answer that potatoes are the best thing to crisp yes yes yeah i i agree i agree and uh, you know i i didn't mean to upset you with with, with my my awful mentioning of uh of, of other crisps when it was uh as i said i don't agree with them i just know that that is that is what's out there or what people claim is no 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 listen to and we have to be able to have these sorts of debates this the the marketplace of ideas on these issues has to be forthcoming hmm. Yes. And uh, I think it's, it's okay for people to disagree with each other. The fact is that, that you're wrong. Sure, sure. That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. And I, I you know, I, I, uh, I am in, you, you, you know about crisps. Um, you have to have known about crisps. Mm. You wouldn't be able to have discovered the universe's smallest one if you weren't an expert in crisps. Um, Do you know how many crisps I had to look through to find the world's smallest crisp? Is it seven? It's it's well it's actually one. It was the first one. Right. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. That was that's very lucky actually. That's very yeah. lucky. Yeah. Opened up a packet of Watsits mm. and uh, reached in, pulled it out, and I thought that's small. So I got straight on the phone to the scientists, mm. and they confirmed smallest one ever. Wow. So it was it it, it it's a Watsit. I should say it it is a Watsit. I'm assuming you haven't eaten it. Is it preserved safely somewhere? Yes. Uh, it is. Well, I actually lost it. Because right. it is it's incredibly small, right. it's very hard right. to keep track of. That's that's quite worrying, isn't it? That now it is is it, was there. I, I, how do you take proof of this? Are there photos? Is there video evidence? Because now it's lost. Who's to say that someone else can pull out any size? What's it go? Well, that's the world's smallest, Chris. Sorry, Tinan, are you accusing me of lying? I'm not accusing you of lying. My worry is that you know other people will try and lay claim because you don't have the crisp anymore. Seems like you're accusing me of lying right here. Seems like what you're accusing me of is that you're accusing me of finding a normal sized Watsit, phoning up a scientist Mm. and saying, I found the world's smallest Watsit. And then they come to view it. And then I say, it's so small that I can't find it. And then they just allow that to go through and that I have been lying the whole time right. and that my career is a, is a fraud. Is that, it feels like that's what you're saying. I mean, that saying. was quite a lot of detail. That wasn't exactly what I was saying. You added quite a lot there. No, it feels like what you're saying. Can I, uh, it feels like what you're saying. Can I ask like what you're which saying scientist that... verified this? What na- what's the name of the scientist that, that verified this crisp i'd actually prefer you don't ask okay I I'll, I'll, um, I'll retract it i won't i won't ask i won't ask which scientist did or perhaps did not verify that you found the universe's smallest crisp no it's okay um it was uh sir isaac newton right sure right okay we see now that makes it i i, I was starting to worry and then when you named sir isaac newton mm. i know that guy's definitely that guy's a, a scientist. scientist right yeah if people hear that name they're not going to go oh isaac newton oh the, the fishmonger they know he's a scientist, yeah. right? So yeah, they know he's a scientist. What what type of science did he do? Doesn't matter. Doesn't, we know he was a scientist. Science. Yeah, so that's fair. No, you've. I think you've backed yourself up. I was worried. I was worried, but now that you've named Sir Isaac Newton as a scientist, to verify, I feel like clearly you you know what you're talking about. And what would you be worried about? Worried about the idea that I would eat 
some of a what's it and then there'd be just a little bit of it left and i would pretend that that was a small bit of crisp in order to call isaac newton down in the first place and then when he summoned all the rest of the scientists that when they came down i created a diversion Mm. by setting something on fire nearby before i then uh, hid it in my pocket and then said oh it's so small i've lost it the fact that you would accuse me of that shows that you you know very little about this sure well i mean that, that that's quite um quite something to have accused you of that is quite the this story. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest, Ted. You know, I, I think you're you're being slightly unfair here. My my worry was that you having lost the crisp, someone else, a, anyone else, could say, "Well, actually, I've got the world's smallest crisp because Ted can't find his, and here's my crisp that perhaps they had nibbled around and made very small and then hid in their pocket." And and I was worried well, about protecting your title when you no longer have it there to to, to prove to people that you know. Well, you see, because the thing is about my crisp, Tin, and is that it's very small it's a fair you'd have to you'd have to find an incredibly small like when you're imagining this frankly this loser finding another crisp Mm. what sort of size crisp are we talking about let's say how many centimeters across is this crisp i mean like half half a centimeter half a centimeter yeah so so mine was smaller than that so don't worry about it so yours is like like atom sized yes right wow that's very that's very small yeah, it was it was a single atom of crisp. Wow, do you suppose which, which which there are tiny little sort of like like is it tardigrades the little tiny bear things? Was it mm, was it like one of yes. their? Had you found one of their crisps? I mean, that was obviously that was I can tell you're also a man of science, Ted. Sure. Mm. Yes, that was my first thought. Mm. That was it was crisp that belonged to a little uh, a little microscopic bear like mm. thing. Um, and if so, fair play, because then that might explain what have happened to the crisp. It was eaten by one of these tardigrades yeah, yeah. and these tardigrades have got good taste. That's why all of the vegetable crisps can still be found happily because no tardigrades are munching on them. No that's self-respecting true. tardigrade is eating a banana crisp. That is, that's fair. And tardigrades clearly smarter than aliens. So, you know, mm. I think that's, I think there's some definitive signs right there. Yeah, take that space. That's another win for Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. I feel, I feel like space gets a lot of victories, and uh, and it's, it's mm. not, it's not. Oh, we've got the biggest planets and the biggest gas, you know, gas problems. Yeah. Uh, so what? Yeah. Shut up. We've got. So what? We've water. got. We've got. We've got the smallest crisp, and we've got. Yeah. Um, we've got football. Yeah. Do you know, every single winner of the World Cup has been from Earth. Wow, is that a fact? Every single one? Yeah, really? and, that's, and that's because we just are smashing it at football. Wow. These aliens have got no idea. They've literally got no idea how the World Cup works. Wow, that's... Gosh, I, you, do you know what? I mean, I, this is the thing is I don't know enough about football. I, I didn't realise... I don't think I mm. thought all the way back to the first World Cup, which I don't know when that happened. Was that like in the Egyptian times or ancient Egyptian... Yes, yeah, it, yeah. It, I, I I also don't know a lot, but I, it was probably was in the Egyptian yeah, sure. times. Yeah, and none of the none of the the, the winning yeah. goal, the winning goal was scored by I imagine sort of Tutankhamun. Mm. Oh he, yeah, yeah. I've seen lots of um, hieroglyphics where it looks like he's kicking something. Yes, and there's also I've seen a very good um, YouTube video that his uh, all of his like best skills and goals mm. of Tutankhamun. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, the guy could play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's you he had know, an absolute wand of a left foot. Did Tutankhamun? Well, they didn't make him sort of uh, emperor uh, of of the sun in the ancient Egyptian empire for for, for no reason, did they? Clearly, you have to have skills to get a job like that. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I suppose you'll yeah. do. It has to be no, you can do four hundred kick ups in a row. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's what I think we could learn from the ancient Egyptians mm. is that we should potentially make our godlike rulers be decided by a kick-up competition. Yes. And we could have Lionel Messi could be in charge of everything. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. I, I should just check. I called them kick-ups. Are they called kick-ups? Because I know you kick something up, but is that is that what they're... Um, I've I've heard them called um, keepy-uppies. Keepy-uppies, so that that's like a, it, yeah. But that... That sounds like a um, a silly off-brand name. I don't think the official name would be keepy-uppies. Yeah, because also you don't keep it keepy it uppy because it has to come back down for you to send it back up again. No, you are what you're doing is you're kicking it uppy. 
You're kicking yeah, in your tuppy rather than keeping in your tuppy. Yeah. Hiccups is better. Yeah. And and you've said that you can you see aliens wouldn't be able to have this conversation because they just don't know. They just don't understand. They just I I can't I'm I'm flabbergasted by that. I really thought aliens had won the World Cup at, at some point. I really had no idea uh, about. No, that you'd think they would have, but they just they're just they're they're lazy. They're they're too lazy to put the work in when it comes to the the matches. Yeah. Wow, what idiots! Um, do they have? And I don't. Smoothies? I don't want to come oh, across oh, as yeah. small-minded. Mm. I don't want to come across as small-minded here. Um, but I really do hate aliens. Right. Sure. I really do. Sure. I really do, and right. I really think we should just we should get rid of all of them. Right, I think okay. they I think they've got they've got they've got no place on the earth. And if you're listening to this and you're an alien, I hate you, and wow. I actually don't want you here. Wow, that is yeah, that is harsh. I mean, yeah. Have you have you met an alien before, or you wouldn't even consider? No, and I I wouldn't them. care to. I wouldn't no, want sure. to meet an alien the same way I wouldn't want to eat a. I wouldn't want to meet a giant bug. Why would yeah. I want to meet a giant bug? Yeah, I, I I get that about giant bugs. Bugs are meant to be small. Don't don't. I don't like mm. it when it's like it's like. Would you want to meet a giant rice? No, rice is meant to be small, right? No. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. Yeah, things that stay small don't be don't be big. I get that, but I just. Would you want to meet a tiny elephant? Yeah, no, actually, I would. I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. It, it does. Yeah. It does. The other way around. The other way around work, is brilliant. You don't want small things to be big. No, like really small whale. Hilarious, right? Yeah, really funny. Or or a version of um uh India that was that it could was fit in tiny. your hand. Yeah. that would be lovely. That's that's great, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, no. So make things smaller, not bigger. I think mm. that's there's a lot to learn from that. Yeah, that's my slogan. Yeah, well, I think you're right, but but you know, I just sort of worry. We, I don't. Like I can imagine an alien, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm right, and maybe I'll meet. You know, maybe you'd meet one, and actually, it would offer you some popcorn or something, and you think, well, actually, this this is all right. You know what? You know what type of popcorn it would be? It would be vegetable oh, it would popcorn. Be vegetable popcorn. Yeah. It would be banana popcorn. Yeah. No, thank you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I can see. I can see where you're going with this. Is this you? You don't want them on Earth. If if we meet them in space, is that all right? Yeah, although I do think we should blow up the planets they live on. Right, okay, right, sure. I, I don't know if that's too extreme of a position, that's, but I think yeah. that we should blow up every planet that aliens live on. Right, right. You wouldn't want to see what was on those planets? You're not interested? No, because I know what's on those planets. Aliens, so sure, get rid. Sure. Let's get rid of them. Right, right. Wow, wow. And and are you... Because I'm slightly... You know, I, I, I have heard that you're pioneering NASA's next kind of alien mission yep. um and that's one of the many yep. jobs you've got coming up have you told have yep. you explained this to nasa that you're going to just blow up all the planets or or have you had to lie no. about that so that they won't yeah no i wouldn't say i've lied about mm. it tin and i've massaged sure, the truth sure, okay, in okay, my work right, sure, with nasa sure um because yeah and i'm hopefully this is this is just between you and me mm. um mm. that uh, my goal is to destroy all the planets that we go and visit right. even if there aren't aliens there just in case they might have been there before. Right. So I think we've got to get rid of all the other planets, starting with Mars. And and I do think that some people at NASA wouldn't like that, mm. but that's they're wrong. Again, they're wrong to think that. And so it's better for them if I just destroy the planets and they will thank me after I have done Sure. It. Can I check? Is it is just planets you don't destroy stars? No, no, I've got nothing but good things to say about stars. Okay, well, that's nice. That's nice to know. What about sort of strange gas formations in like? Is it is it nebulas? What are they called? I don't know what they're called. Um, nebulas are. I actually don't know anything about nebulas. I <laughs> began nice. that so as if I knew a, something, but I don't. It's a nice. It's a nice word. I like the word nebula. Yeah, I actually, I I mean, I do think that the word nebulas is wrong because I do think the plural of nebula is nebulae. Oh, I see. I, I see. Okay. It's one of those, one of those words. Nebu- nebulae. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like fish and fish eye. Yeah. Like sheep, how sheep fish and, and fish eye. Yeah. Yes, yeah, know, yeah. 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 So, it's one of those weird words. Language gets very complicated. Sometimes it gets it's very, very, tricky. I know. Cause I, and I could only speak one language. If I spoke multiple language, I I don't know how I would manage to get my head around all those things. No, I, it's very it's very difficult. I, I think that's uh, yeah. I I don't. I think people just don't bother. I think they just sort of get it wrong all the time. Mm. I think that's when you see people yeah. translating. 
I think they're just making it up half the time because they take like, I think there's a very real yeah. chance they're they're just guessing. Yeah, it's it's very that's what I do. I just have a go. Well, because being a translator, the reason they've got you there is because there is no one that speaks both those languages. Well, exactly, that's so exactly it. So they no can, one's ever going to find out. Who's going to question it? Who's going to question it? If there's a big speech from a a, a a powerful leader in a certain language, and the translator goes. I put socks on my face today. Like no one's, no one's gonna say no, that's not what they're saying. Clearly, that is what. Yeah, no saying. one's gonna, no one's gonna say, hey, I don't think that that's what our powerful leader Lionel Messi would yes, say yes. at this moment. You people would just go, okay, mm. look how many keep ups he can do. Let's let's back off. Yeah. If he wants to put socks on his head, that's fine. I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's very sensible. Well, well listen, Ted. Thank you. You know, thank you again for coming on the show. And uh, and and I've, I, I'm. Uh, I've got a question that I need to ask you, and I think you are you are the man that can answer this. I think you're the expert that that is able to answer this. Um, but I do have a couple of admin questions I need to ask you before. Is that okay? Yeah. Good. Thank you. Well, the, the first one is, I'm not sure if you're aware, but this is an audio podcast. Uh, so most of our listeners do tend to listen to it with their ears, but they may also listen with their elbows, their bums. But I'm not, uh, you know, we don't discriminate however they want to listen to it. Yeah, no, not, nor should we. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so I just wondered if you had a favourite noise uh, that you could make for us or at least tell us about. Yes, I do have a favourite noise and I don't think I'd want to make that noise. Oh. But I will tell you. I will tell you about the noise with words. Sure. Okay. So right. It's it's a sort of um, it's a sort of deep noise right. that comes right. from. So you know, in the um, because there there isn't a word for this noise, I don't think. But sometimes um, when it's been raining a lot mm. and it's also very very hot, you sort of hear this very deep rumbling noise. Mm in the distance that's usually when that happens there's all of a sudden it's really bright for half a second and then it's not right, bright again right, like right. like someone's taking a big photo of the sky right this sounds um, and yeah. but along with that photo of the sky and i don't think scientists know about this yet but there's this big loud noise and i i wish i could make it for you and i wish there was a name for this noise mm. but i i just i just don't think there is well so I, you know i can't I don't know if I've ever heard it. It sounds fascinating to me. I, I don't know if I've ever been anywhere where it's been rainy and hot at the same time. No, because normally when it's rainy, it's cold. Mm. But I don't know. So I'm very observant. Yes. I'm very, I know a lot of things. So I am aware of this having happened. Have you, what are the theories about this so far? Is it that there's sort of uh, the bright the bright light, someone taking a photograph perhaps upsets a, a bear or a large creature that then grumbles about it? Yes, no, we're certain it is a large creature, mm. but we're not sure about what that creature is yet. It, there are people that think it's a bear. There are other people that think it's a... Uh, are you aware of sea monsters? Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this is sort of like that, but in the sky. Um, right. sky, monsters, sky monsters, I suppose, right. would be sure, the term. Sure. Um, people think it could be sky monsters, mm. uh, some, also sometimes known as birds. Um, mm. But So it could be a bear, it could be a bird... Um, it could even be a plane, mm. but the problem is, is that planes don't get scared. Right. So right, okay, that's wow. That that's that is quite. That's a silly idea that it would be a plane because sure. planes actually don't get scared. Right. So, right. Yeah. Can I just check that you said birds? Did you mean bird eye? Bird eye. Bird eye sorry. Yes. Just checking. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm not uh, the most confident speaker. Sure. Sorry. Sure. Right. No. 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 It's fine. I mean, it's one that I. Almost certainly would have slipped up on, but it's only because we're talking about it. I feel the listeners now deserve the, the correct terms, you know. No, so. and that's, that's it's fair that I I do sometimes make mistake. I I'm not perfect. Mm, well, no, 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 but, it, but that was very, that was very good then. Well, listen, I, this noise fascinates me, and I I can't. I hope I hear it, but then at the same time, I don't know if I want to hear it. There's something a bit worrying about it. It'd be good. I'm sort of like. I'm trying to like, like my brain is like thundering away, trying to think of mm, um, what mm. this, like another way to describe this noise. But I, I don't know. I think, I think I described it perfectly with what I said before. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I, you know, you don't want to get it wrong. We'll have all sorts of a kind of storm in the complaints uh, from people. No, we, and, yeah. And, you know, I think it's, it, I think you've done a great job. And, and maybe if listeners know what you're talking about, they can, write in and, and let me know if that if they've heard it too or perhaps they have any yeah, idea of what it is that would be great yeah because it does scientists are scared of it they're scared of the noise because we don't know what the noise mm, is mm. it's sort of um 
thunder and lightning very very frightening me i don't i don't like yeah hearing the noise yeah. but i just the reason why it's my favorite is that it reminds me of the raw power of whatever it is that's making this noise mm. sky sky monster probably a bear. a bear or a bear yeah or a bear a sky bear a sky well if it is a bear it would be a sky sure bear. right yeah. sure sure yeah that makes sense because we mustn't forget that it does come from the sky yes absolutely wow well listen thank you ted i've not heard that description before not heard that noise before um fascinating fascinating you know this is what, what's exciting about talking to a, to a science guy like you that we we get these little insights into things about the world that we just don't understand um yeah i don't know if i don't know because in the intro you mentioned a lot of the other things i've done i don't know if you if you fully um said just how much of a science guy i am i didn't i didn't say um, that. no i hoped it sort of came across just so, the stuff that you'd done um, so yeah, so but like for example, do you know the the periodic table of elements? I I mean I've heard I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever met it. Mm. Yeah, I, I invented all of those elements, every wow. single one of those. All of them. Um, yes, uh, which so like a lot of science owes a lot to me. Mm. Wow, you did all of it. Did you do them all on purpose? No, each one was by accident. Right, right. Wow, that's... Uh, so yeah. uh, you, you're aware of the something called the scientific method. So the way that the scientific method works is you will you get a little sort of dish and you put some things in the dish mm. and you'll go, you'll go away and um, you will come back a few days later and go, oh, look what's happened to my dish. And then there'll be a new element in it. What? Do you know what? I think I've realised that I've got something. I thought that was I. Is that is that Peter Peter dish? Peter dish. A, a petri dish. Oh, petri. Right. I thought it was a person called Peter Dish, and you gave them some stuff, and when they came, like different elements, when you came back, I don't know they'd sort of eaten them. Or no, well, the dish, right. the dish is named after somebody called Peter Dish. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Who was the um the person that invented the dish? Right. So sure. very much, I'm st- I'm standing on the shoulders of Peter Dish. Right. And then right. all the scientists are standing on the shoulder of me. Right. And wow. it's very tiring. Yeah, it must really hurt the shoulders. Uh, that's um... it's because it's made me very strong in the shoulders. Wow. Though. Wow. Wow. That's well. That's I mean, I didn't. Do you know what I feel awful? I left that. I left that out of your accolades. I didn't. Hey, it's not on. It's not what, on the Wikipedia. So... Yeah. No. Um. I'm having a lot of trouble with my Wikipedia at the moment. Sure. Sure, it's, it happens. There's a, some van. There's some vandals out there. Sound, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you listening, if you look me up on Wikipedia, you actually won't find any of my science uh, achievements on there at all because there are vandals that are always trying to take it down. So I would love it if people could put that put that back on there. Sure. There's a lot of stuff about how I play rugby for England. And that's actually not true. Wow. And I'm significantly younger than I am and taller. Uh, none of these things and the photo is of a different person but it is it is my entry because it says ted hill so it must be you so i don't think there are any others it must yeah. be me and there's no mention of any of the science stuff which is very disappointing well, also because if it, it's only there's only you there's only one ted hill because if there were more it'd be it would say ted hill i that's true exactly so we know we know it's only you ah yeah. wikipedia mischief happening this is awful well, well, um, listen, Ted, I mean, you know, as I said, you know, I'm very, very grateful you, with all this science going on that you had time to be on here. Um, I do have to also check with you. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but this 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 podcast is suitable for people of all ages, um, any age you can imagine. I don't know if you're able to imagine an age, Ted. I know you're very science based. It's hard. Um... To... Is it, uh, yeah, I've never actually imagined anything. That's why it's very of, un, it's very unscientific well, exactly, to imagine. Exactly. Things. So I didn't want to ask you to sort of go out, out of your depth with that. Um, but any age, any age that actually exists, you know, it's also suitable for. Hmm. Um, yes. And so I just wanted to check if there are any rude words that you won't be saying to make sure this show stays family friendly. Oh yeah, lots. Great. Lots and lots and lots. And I'll tell you, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of them all right now. And and you know what? Do you, do you mind? Do you mind if I say one? Well, I mean, I'd love to know which one you're not going to say. Yeah. Well, but I, I'd have to say it in order to. Yeah, yeah. That's. But then that's fine. But then we know you won't be saying it. Yeah. So I won't. I won't be saying the word bum. Sure. Sure. Um, right, well, that, yeah. That's good. I won't. I, I won't be saying the word poo poo face. Right. And I won't be saying the words poo poo bum face 
poo poo bum. Wow. Um, wow, that last one's devastating. Um, so I'm yeah. I'm really sorry. That honestly, I should go and wash out my mouth. But you, but you, but you know, I appreciate you not saying those on this show. I mean, that last one in particular. No, I'm not going to say poo poo bum face poo poo bum ever again. It would that. be devastating if you did that. And I, what do the science community think about words like that? They would prefer that I don't use words mm, like sure, poopy sure. bum face, poopy bum. Them. It's not good because it, it gives a lot of people when they think of scientists, they think of your, your stereotypical bad boy. And um, that's an image that we scientists are really trying to get rid of. Sure, uh, sure. And it doesn't help it when I'm going around throwing out rude words course, like uh, like poo poo bum face, poo poo bum. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I, I can see that. I can see it would be quite damaging. Um, Quite damaging. I mean, but you know, I suppose is a poo poo bum face poo poo bum scientifically is that a thing? Uh, yes, no, it is. Yeah, it, is. Um, yeah. right. it is. It is a scientific phenomenon, uh, which is when uh, somebody who is a poo poo bum face, mm. for example, yourself, Tin, sure, sure, yeah. um, uh, you and you're you're not you're not ashamed to use nothing to be ashamed of for being a poo poo no, bum. No, face. no, it's on my business card. Yeah. Well, when a when a poo poo bum face has a a poo poo bum right right then that you would then say well this is a poo poo bum face poo poo bum situation sure sure and there's evidence and there's and there'd be evidence and you know that that is the correct yeah. term possibly the latin for it, it would, but, yeah yes yes there would there would be evidence so uh, do you have a poo poo bum i i do not I, not right now i have done no. but not today yeah. no but if you but if you did that would be exhibit a first piece of evidence right it might it be me and and my poo poo bum yeah yeah sure right You'd look at the, you'd look that up on Wikipedia, the word poo poo bum face, poo poo bum, and there'd be a big old picture of your poo poo bum face right there. Wow, unless the Wikipedia mischief rascals had been Unless they start around. saying that you you play rugby for England. Well, or something yeah, like that. it's very possible. It's very possible. You can't trust any of these things anymore. Um, no. But the point is I won't be saying poo poo bum face, poo poo bum on this podcast. Well, so, thank you, uh, Ted. Kids, you don't you don't need to worry about being upset. Thank you very much. And I definitely wouldn't say poo poo bum face, poo poo bum on this show either. And I, I appreciate you no. respecting the rules. Thank Good. you very much. Um now of course the, the reason I have you here, you know, uh, apart from it just being a delight that, that you could come along, uh, I've been sent in this and I'm gonna read you the question as it has been written to me, which I think I think the context the full context is important. So um my name is Evie and I have a question. Where did Netflix come from and why do people watch it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Evie, um, I would actually like to answer your question with a question. Ooh. Uh, and, and that is, uh, why are you roaring? Mm. Why do you think Evie is roaring? What do you think she's hiding? Is she a sky bear? Well, this was my first thought. Mm. What if Evie is a sky bear? And um, because you know what? That that noise you just did then, mm. you just do, do that roar you just did. <sighs> yeah, that sounds exactly like the noise that I was thinking of How before. How funny. That's interesting. Yeah, so maybe Evie is a sky bear. Possible. Very possible. Which which would explain why Evie wants to know about Netflix. Yeah, I mean, the only... Uh, it's worth saying that the other things that roar, just in case. Um, you uh, Roaring fires, she could be a fire. Uh, raw vegetables, yes. uh, she could be a vegetable. Um, of course. Hopefully not a vegetable crisp. Uh, the roaring 1940s, I mean, she could be a year uh, 1940 to 1949. Yes, um, the the years that really roared. Yeah, the years that roared. So, it, yeah, I don't know what else. I don't think there's anything else that roars. She could be the Second World Roar. There, oh, there's plenty of right. things okay, that roar. Okay, sure, yes, yes, yes. And there's people called Rory as well, but she's not called Rory. That, dozens of them. Yeah. Lots of Rory. Rory, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, but she has said her name's Evie, so I'm guessing she's not a Rory, a Rory or a Rory. Yeah, I, I yeah. Well, that but then, you know, she's also said raw. So there's an element of how much can we trust what Evie's saying? Yes, here. it's very difficult. It is very difficult. Because if I was a sky bear and trying to pretend I was a human being mm. to drain the bank account of a podcaster, mm. Mm. then I certainly wouldn't say that I'm a sky bear 
looking to do a scam to drain the bank account of a podcaster. I would say something like something a human would say, right. such as, oh, Netflix. I see. That's straight away. I see. Right. Yeah. But I think maybe Evie can't contain herself and so has begun and ended the question with a roar. Wow. I mean, is it worth... Because I don't like to believe our listeners are trying to scam this podcast, not least because it, it would probably make them worse off than they were before <laughs> the way this podcast goes. Yes, no. It, it's yeah, a this very, podcast financially is in quite a lot of debt, bad, I It's believe. a very bad idea, yeah. So, but I, I'm going to throw out a slightly curveball suggestion. Is it that Evie is perhaps standing next to a sky bear who interrupted her email with its roars while she was trying to send it to us? I think that's exactly right. And perhaps was using a sort of Siri or other mm. um, speech to text software. That's right. Um, which which picked up the raw at the beginning of the end. And if that's true, Evie, um, congratulations on still managing to get the message out there, even while there was a sky bear next to you roaring away. Mm. You must have an, a very loud voice and a very strong determination to get your question answered. Well, it's very impressive. It's very impressive. And I mean, which I suppose leads us to to the question, you know, Ted, using your science, where did Netflix mm. come from? Why do people well, watch it? I'll tell you what I can do. Mm. I can just, um, I can look it up uh, on the internet. So I'm just going to go to to Wikipedia. Oh. And um, so apparently Netflix is an England rugby player. Oh, I do no. Wikipedia, Wikipedia is not something you can trust. Wow, that's terrible. So we're gonna have to try and um, we're gonna have to try and work this out without the internet here. Well, can I ask, is is Netflix on the periodic table that you created? Um, well, it itself isn't because Netflix is what in science we would call a compound. Sure, sure. Meaning it it is made made up of other elements. Right, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So you you mix some of the elements together. You mix a little bit of carbon, mm -hmm. a little bit of um, uh, salmon. Right, right. And then a little bit of the element of surprise. Right, uh, right. And combine that with a bunch of movies and the internet, which I will say do make significantly bigger part of Netflix than the other three, but right, right, they're sure. in there. And you get yourself a, a Netflix. Right, right. So that's how it And works, the chemical right? formula for Netflix is N... E-T-F-L-I-X. Mm. That's how you write it out. But you do it with a with a sort of in bigger letters so you know that's the science one. Right. That's very clever. That is very clever. Mm. And and so if you, because you said obviously the internet's a big part, but if you, can you kind of dilute Netflix to, to different degrees? Are there are there science tricks you can do? Like where if you, if you put Netflix oh, yeah, so under you can... a Bunsen burner, does it change colours and... Well, if you pour Netflix through a straining flask, mm. which is a type of sort of glass flask that will let some of the elements go through, but not others, mm. you can actually pull the internet out of Netflix. Wow. Uh, and it becomes a, a thing that you can own. Netflix then becomes something that only works on one computer. And if you want to watch it, you have to go to that computer wow. or someone has to bring that computer to you. Wow, that would be really annoying. It would be really annoying. And I so, so a part of Evie's question, why do people watch it? Um, because you don't have to go to uh, a single computer mm. to watch it. And that's what that's the big advantage it has over a lot of its competitors, which you probably haven't have heard of, like um, Dave's movie computer. Yeah. And the reason why you haven't heard of that is because it's, it's very unpopular. It sounds it. And, and can I ask, because I, I'm, I'm sort of very unaware of this of this Netflix, is it, it is only shows about nets, right? It is only movies about nets. Yeah. yeah. So you've got um the movie The Net mm -hmm. starring yeah. Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Extreme Fishing with Jeremy Wade. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, as far as I know, that is it. That's all that's, all that's on there, sure, sure. But people love those. People love yes, Sandra and, and Jeremy Wade. So, yes, the two, um, the two, the king and queen of Hollywood. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's why it's so popular. Wow, I should get it. Really, I, I, I um, I don't know how to, but I should, I should go out and look for it. I suppose. And I know. Well, the thing is that it is. It's it's ten pounds a month, 
And um, the box set of all of River Monsters with Jeremy Wade is only about twenty pounds. I see. So you could just right, so, right. That makes more sense. I, I, I look. I'm not Martin Lewis. I'm not a financial advisor mm. here. Right. Okay. But uh, I, which is one of the few jobs that I haven't already succeeded. Sure. At, is sure. That I am absolutely terrible with money. Right. Right. Well, that's um, right. It's a shame. I was going to ask you for a lot of financial advice, but I'll, I'll leave it now. Uh, and say no, that, I yeah. wouldn't. The last, the last person I gave financial advice to, um, uh, was uh, this this guy who came up to me in the street and said, "I desperately need financial advice," and I told him that he should look for money in the road. Right. And he walked into the road, and he didn't look oh, no. before he went into the road, and um. I would hate for that to happen to you. So please well, thank, don't. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. So yeah, thank you. Not only am not only is the financial advice I give very bad. It's very dangerous. dangerous advice, it's sure. often looking right. for money on the side of a cliff or in a volcano. It's mm. very dangerous advice that you shouldn't take. Right. Okay. So right. Well, that's it's good to know never to ask you financial advice ever. Although I have recently heard of a good trick to make a quick buck. Oh right. Okay. Which is that the back tooth of a tiger. Just the very back tooth, sure. so not only the ones at the front, all the way at the back of their mouth. Those teeth have got a little bit of gold in the middle of them. So wow. it's actually, it's quite a good way to get free gold if you can reach into the mouth of a tiger and just yank the tooth out, the one that's right at the back. Wow, that's well, that's wow, that's great advice. I'll definitely take that up. I'm slightly confused because you said there's gold in the tooth, but you said to make, you could make a quick buck. And I, I assume you mean sort of deer. You mean a deer, right? Like a, a, a buck. Um, yeah, so I so the it's the exact right amount of gold right. to buy a single deer. Right, right, got deer. it, got it, right, got it. That now that makes that's very um, good. Advice. Because previously, otherwise, if you want to make a deer, you have to sort of I yeah either have to go to a lab yeah and um and uh and sort of produce it with science, or you have to find two other deer and sort of convince them to fall in love. And um, all of those things take a lot of time. Where it's just reaching in to grab mm. the tooth of a tiger. And buying one off um, in your local deer mongers is is often is just the quickest way. Wow. Well, well, it's it's great advice. Would you advise Evie? You know, if she wants to get this Netflix. Maybe maybe that's how she can go about getting her ten pounds a month. Yeah, I would say Evie. The best thing the best thing you can do if you want to watch Netflix is go down to the zoo, mm. and um, there'll be signs telling you not to go in the tiger enclosure. Mm. But what I want you to do, Evie, is I want you to disregard those signs. I want you to climb over the fence. And I want, and if, and if Evie's parents, guardians are listening, she's going to need your help because the fence is very high. Yep. So we'll, you, we'll give her, and if not, I'll go. I'm often hanging out at the zoo late at night. I'll lift her up. I'll chuck her over the fence. And um, Evie, then you reach in, grab the tiger's tooth. And ideally, because they have two teeth at the back, if you could pull the other one out as well, and then you could give that one to me. Mm. As payment for and then we yeah. we could we I can buy a deer and you can buy Netflix. That's a great idea. And I have to say, if she's hanging out with Sky Bears or Sky Bear Eye, she's probably not going to be very yeah. worried about this situation at all. So no, she's clearly comfortable with animals. And so I will say, Evie, that you you've, you've come to the right person because this is yet another piece of excellent financial advice that I'm giving to someone. Yes, it's, yes. Uh, this is the best way to make money, Evie, guaranteed. Wow, wow. Well, listen, Ted, thank you so much. You've you've, you've given us a lot of knowledge on the show this week and mm. I, I really appreciate you you taking time out of all your science to, to come on this show and, and, and answer Evie's question. Um, have you got a busy rest of your... I had no life. Um, oh know, yes, heads. no, What's yes. On, yeah. I'll be busy, uh, busy promoting my book. Mm-hmm. Um, I've obviously got, I've got a, a famous book uh, that you can buy. Um, it's uh, it's my book about the history of uh, of everything. Wow. Um, it's it's. I mean, in the shops, they often put they put uh, they give it a different title. They call it the the Oxford English Dictionary. Right. But right. um, that's not. But that's not what the I. That's not what it really is called. It's that's my book. Did the Wikipedia could... rascals did they mess up your book? Yeah, the Wikipedia rascals have found their way into actual shops, which is that's very awful. worrying. Yeah, and edited edited books on the stands. That's really yeah, it's despicable. Awful. Well. I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, great to hear about the book. And if any of the listeners yeah. do want to read it, obviously it'll be a different, it'll be different to what Ted wrote. But I suggest you 
Can you get it all good bookshops? And, and how about any bad ones? Any any mediocre? Uh, you can actually books? only get it from bad only ones. Bad, only bad bookshops. Yeah, right. no good. Yeah, good bookshops actually don't have my book. Right, sure, sure. That makes well. That's, so yeah. go to a bookshop that's quite bad, like the door doesn't open properly, mm. or um, all the books are upside down. Um, or there's nobody in there, yeah. or there's too many people in there. Those just All any those, bookshop that's yeah. bad for any, or it smells weird, uh, or it's on a train. Anything that's like a bad bookshop, yeah, or it's actually like a, a shop that sells fridges. That's a terrible bookshop. So yeah, yeah that's a terrible that's bookshop. Awful. If you looking to get a copy of War and Peace and you come away with a fridge, it's you're not going to be happy. It's awful. Well, well, listen, thank thank you so much, Dan, and and good luck with the the book. And uh, thanks for your brilliant advice. Thank you very much. Good luck with the podcast. Thanks so much to Ted Hill for having time to answer Evie's question in between all his very important work, possibly having found the world's smallest crisp. Evie, I hope you liked your answer, and if not, then please send in any complaints you have written on a crisp so small a tardigrade will eat it, and then I'll never have to see it. If you have a question that you need answered or you have anything else you want to send in, please ask your lunk-headed faffs, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me on podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And if those same grown-ups would like to support this show and sign you up to the advert-free Linda edition for just 2 99 they can do that on Apple Podcasts or by the links to Patreon or Acast Plus you can find in the pod blurb too. And of course, check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk, our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store. And if you don't already, please do check out the other podcast I host called Bust or Trust, a kid's mystery podcast. So, uh, where was I? Uh, not in a well, that's for sure. And I've just heard... Yes, Bill is out of the well. Don't worry, everyone. The well imp is now all OK and very happy it's got its home back. Oh, sorry, I've gone off track again, haven't I? I was going to ask you how you are. So, how are you? What are you all doing? What aren't you doing? What might you be doing if Bill hadn't ruined it? Because Bill is the worst. Come on, Bill. Stop it, Bill. What are you doing? Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come, come, come. Bucket on the head and... Uh... Thanks. So, yes, how are you? Well, nothing. Speak now or I might not remember to ask again next time, so just say how are you. Go on, tell me. Actually, I'm doing just... Ah, no, sorry, we've run out of time. Oh, well, I'm sure you're fine. And if not, have you tried sitting in the corner with a bucket on your head doing this? Uh... I would definitely recommend it. Bye! You have been listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.